Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On the top of page, Tzadik Zayin, 97, four lines from the top. I've just been speaking about the difference between the Bittel, so the, the song of Malchus, which is its yearning and desire to go from the level of Chayot, of Garmoi, the vessel, the limited, defined vessels of the world of Atzilus, to Chayoi, to the simple, undefined, essential light of Hashem in the world of Atzilus. And... That is why the Song of the Sea is higher than the Song of the Levites, because the Levite song was all about uplifting the creations, the created beings, from their limitations into to transcend those limitations. Whereas the Song of Malchus is was after the splitting of the sea, which already happened, the unification between the hidden, concealed uh, worlds to the revealed worlds, which is basically reunification between Atzilus and the Biyah, and then and that and after that or. Er, after that took place was the song, which the song was basically going even higher than the hidden concealed worlds and becoming totally absorbed and attached with Hashem's essence. And then he spoke about what is the, the difference between the bittel of the bittel which is a which is experienced above the Almadiskasya and the bittel within Almadiskasya. Because the bittel within Almadiskasya is bittel mitzias, a person loses their whole ex- existence, their whole feeling of their own identity. And then, in the, higher than that, bittel within Hashem's essence is even is even deeper. And what is the difference? And we said that just like the fish in the sea, that their whole life force is when they're in when they are in their source of life in the water. However, when they are in that water, even though they, their whole identity is subsumed and absorbed within that, but they still that within their their life source, they are in existence. So, so to above the existence of the entities within the hidden concealed worlds, like the angels, their existence is their is the godly life force which, which gives them life every moment. And they're totally lose their identity is subsumed within that. However, the life force which they do receive, that is their existence. And we said this this I like this quote is the Hergish Chayusan who Hergish Mitsyusan. The feeling of that godly life force, that is the feeling of their existence. The fact that they are feeling something shows that they exist. But the the song of Malchus of the song of the sea, it's there's no in There's no feeling of that divine energy at all. Totally, it's to totally a losing, avoiding of their own identity, and that is like the difference between ayin and Ephes. Explain Chassidus. Ayin is einzuloscha that without you there is there is nothing. However, with you there is a type of existence that um, the existence of. Something which is in the level of ayin is only when it's t- attached to its source, and that attachment shows on a bittel that it's only existing if it's attached, if it's totally nullified to its source. However, when it is attached, it has its own existence, and that is referring to the godly energy how it, when it's in a revealed state, when it become when it's so to say extended out of the essence and it's become revealed. However, when that light is so, uh, totally absorbed 
in its source, then it's Ephes Biladech, it's nothing, totally nothing, totally zero, meaning that even when it is with Hashem, with, with that source, there is no existence at all. And that's what we said, there's the explanation of Loyoda, and Purim, Adaliyoda, is the person that a person gets to such a level that they're, they don't feel, they don't have any feeling of their own identity at all. Four lines down. And this is the idea of what it says at the Song of the Sea. You, and you should be quiet. What is this idea of being quiet at the song during the splitting of the sea? This refers to a silence which is above speech in a total, a totally uh, quiet manner. And that is the level which they reached at the splitting of the sea when there was a revelation of and there was a revelation of Hashem's essence, the Kadmeini Shalelam, the primordial of the worlds, which at that level, there is no expression of one's own identity at all, and that's the idea of silence. And the Bukhinazu, and at that level, at the level of Hashem's essence, which was revealed at the time of the splitting of the sea, when which produced, which brought about by that they should be totally silent and lose their expression of their own identity at all, at that level, Moshe and the Jewish people are totally equal, even though, obviously, in... When you go down to the lower levels, Moshe is on such a higher level. When you when you're in this regular physical world, Moshe is on such a higher level than the Jewish people. But at that higher level, at the Hashem's essence, everything is totally voided. The Moshe who and usually Moshe is on the level of the hidden, sublime, concealed worlds, and the Jewish people are on the Amadisgali. We said before they're in the revealed worlds, even though their souls are sourced in that Hashem's thought in the concealed worlds. But when they that soul comes down here and clothed in the body. It takes on the form of, and it becomes part of the the Amadeus Gali, the revealed world. But compared to, in the face of, and compared to the essence of the infinite of the infinite energy of Hashem, that from there was brought about the idea of the transformation of the sea into dry land, the transformation, the unification between the hidden worlds and the revealed worlds. Shnei and Meshav, Moshe and the Jewish people are totally equal compared to that essence, that infinite essence of Hashem. Okay. Similarly to what it says, um, the, say, the sages say, I, I apply to them what the verse says, and they stood together. So what does that mean? The, this is gonna the the, the Shab is gonna bring this Gemara now. Shemayim ve'edits Shemayim Shemayim Almadis Gasiyet ve'edits Almadis Galiyet. So there's the Amdu Yachtav and they stood together, meaning at the same level. That is referring to Shemayim ve'edits the heavens and the earth. Shemayim the heavens is made up of two words words Shem and Mayim. There is water, which refers to Almadis Gasiyet, the concealed world, like we said before, is is. Um, is signified by the sea, the water, everything is covered up in that water and absorbed in its source. So that's why Shem Mayim, there is water, as refers to the hidden concealed worlds of Edits and the earth, Amadiskali is refers to the revealed worlds. Beishamai Eminim, so Beishamai says in the Gemara about the opinion about which of the creation of which of these, the heavens or the earth, which comes first, Shemayim Kadma, that the heavens came first, first and Sad Mailas Abitul Kanal. Because of an account of the superior quality of the bittul, which is experienced in Amadis Kasia. and Basil said, Eretz Kadma, that the earth came first. How could the earth come first? What is the meaning? What is the superiority, the superior quality of the earth over, of Amadis Galia over Amadis Kasia? The Yisrael Eir Chul, that the Yisrael Eir Mina that the greatest 
revelation of godly energy can only come from the darkness. And that is in the Amadis Galia, in the revealed worlds, where godliness is totally concealed, where we do our service to Hashem and we break through that darkness. That is where we bring about the revelation of the greatest type of, um, the greatest level of Hashem's energy. That's why the Eretz, Kadma, the, the earth, was created first in the sense of it, meaning it's the highest level. Not first in time, but it has the deeper connection to Hashem. Amar Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai says, It says that, they, that the heavens and the earth were created, it says in the plural, were created together. So he ends off, it says, That's why I applied to them the verse, and they stood together, they were created together. Meaning, meaning in the deeper sense, that means to say that the, compared to the essence of the, the energy of Hashem, both of them are totally equal. The Shemayim and Aretz, at Amadis Galio, Amadis Kasti, are totally equal compared to the essence of Hashem. And that's why the same idea, by the splitting of the sea, Moshe and the Jewish people are totally equal. And according to, now, based on that, we can answer one of the questions from the beginning of the Mimer, it says, even though it's talking about Moshe and the Jewish people, which was seemingly is plural, it should have said Yashiru. It says in the singular tense, Yashir, he's saying. Or he, uh, so, why does it say singular? So, the, the Shira Hazois, the song of Malchus, which was experience which was happening at the splitting of the sea is connected even to Moshe who was from the level of Amadis Gassia, the hidden concealed sublime worlds meaning that because Moshe could also sing this song because he was experiencing an ascent even higher than his regular spiritual source from the hidden concealed worlds to go up to become absorbed and attached with Hashem's very essence which transcends even the concealed worlds but Moshe and the Jewish people at that, compared to that level, which is revealed at the splitting of the sea of the Shem's essence, they're totally equal, and therefore, as Yashir Moshev Nezrael, they both are in the singular tense here. They both are included in this, because compared to Shem's essence, all of them are totally voided and totally their their identities, their separate identity is totally voided, and they experience the same exact ascent. The Moshe is not on a higher level than the Jewish people compared to this this um, infinite essence of Hashem. So, and then answering another question at the beginning of the Mimer. Oz Yashir, it says Oz Yashir, and then use the word Oz, and Aleph Zayin, made up of Aleph Zayin. Zayin, Hain Zayin, Yemei Breshis. So the Zayin refers to the seven days of creation, the seven days of creation. So how, what is this going to, what does this mean as it applies to the Song of the Sea? Behine. Bezayin, Yemei Breshis. And the seven days of creation, Nichol, Gam, Shabbos. Is now we're including Usually we say the sheishes may be the six days of creation, but here the seven is including even Shabbos. The aleph flamayla gamim chinas Shabbos, and this aleph of Oz Yashir aleph Zayin is even higher than the level of Shabbos. Um, the Shabbos who Shabbos Lashem, the idea of Shabbos, as like it says in the verse, the Shabbos Lashem, a day of a resting, so to say, for Hashem. The aleph who bechinas Oz tisanig al havaya shalamayla b'shem so the idea of Shabbos is La Hashem, meaning in the simple sense that Hashem rested on that day, he rested from creation. Uh, all his divine energy went back to the went back to its source, and within his thought, instead of just creating like, like so this usually explains instead of 
the descent and the tzimtzum, the contraction and diminishment of the divine energy in order to create worlds through the ten utterances. On Shabbos, everything, so to say, is in a state of rest. It goes back to its source within Hashem's thought. And that's why on Shabbos, there's Elias, Elias, the ascent of all the worlds, and we can experience a lot greater connection with Hashem during Shabbos. But here it's saying, Shabbos la Hashem, that we see that the Hashem, which is Shem Avaya, Yudke Vavke, is related to, the, related to Shabbos. The Aleph, which is higher than Shabbos, we said, that is level of then you shall take pleasure, like it says about Shabbos, then you shall take pleasure on Havaya, higher than Havaya, meaning that the Aleph is even higher than the name of Havaya, which is connected to Shabbos. And that's why it says in that verse, Oz Tisanig al Havaya. It also used the word Oz. The Aleph is referring to the level which is, transcends even the name Havaya, which relates to Shabbos. This is what it means. When it says, Oz Yoshir Shahaya Gili, there was a revelation which transcended even the level of Shabbos, even the level of Shem Havaya, which was the level of the Aleph, which is the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem, Alochin, Yoshir, Moshev, Neisol, Bishavin. That's why Yoshir, the singular tense, Moshev and the Jewish people together are totally equal compared to that level. And now, another question we asked at the beginning why does it say this double expression of Ayemir? They said, saying, so, similar to what it says in the sages say, every every um, every verse which speaks about Shabbos is in the is, in the, is, is doubled, has a double expression. Shiru and it goes through all the different expressions which um, use which speak about Shabbos in this in double in the double expression. So. Vayemiru Leimer is also double. Similar to what it says, by Shabbos, everything is double. Vayinyan Akfelus, so what's this idea of double connected to Shabbos and connected over here to the splitting of the sea? This refers to the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, which transcends and encompasses all the worlds. Like explained in another place, and that is the level of Uz, the Aleph, which is the revelation of Hashem's infinite energy, which transcends even the Alma Diskasya and Alma Diskalia and voids both of their existence equally. So this is the idea of why it says in a double sense, because double is not just the single, would be, I guess, referring to the Malikolam, the light of Hashem, which which uh, is infused within all of creation, which includes in all of creation in an internal way. And the double is even higher than that, is the Save of Kolamim, the revelation which was experienced at the Song of the Sea during the spilling of the sea, which caused the unification between the Yam and the Abasha, this the sea and the dry land. So, however, what does it mean when it says Ashira Lavai? I will sing to Havaya, the shame Havaya. So that means to say that even though the splitting of the sea, we just said, is the revelation of Atzmusidin Seif, the essence of Hashem, the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. So, why are we saying, I will sing then to Havaya? We're, we're even higher than Havaya here. Because the whole purpose, we want this revelation of Hashem's essence to be revealed within the Yudke Vavki, within the Vaya. The ultimate purpose of the splitting of sea, who is like it said that we brought before that I will I will I will gain honor through through Pharaoh, and all the Egyptians will know, all of Egypt will know that I am a Vaya. That I am the master of the world. That there should be the revelation of the glory of Hashem. And that the whole Egypt should know that I am Havaya. Meaning the whole purpose of the splitting of the sea was to bring about a revelation of Havaya. A revelation 
of Hashem's divine energy, which is expressed in the Hashem Ha'etzim, Hashem Ha'vayet. See what it says in the Deber Maskal Boi, which is the previous Mimer. So, the whole purpose of Kriyas Yamsuf was to bring about a revelation within creation, meaning a revelation that all the Egyptians, even the Egyptians, should recognize the power of Hashem within creation. And so that seemingly is the idea uh, that it's not enough just to be a revelation of Hashem's essence, of the Savior of Kolam, of the infinite energy of Hashem, which transcends all of creation, but we want that energy itself to be re- revealed through Havaya, which relates to creation, so that even the Egyptians should be able to recognize that unlimited power of Hashem. For behold, the Egyptians lifted themselves up to be able to receive from a from a very high level. The sham that that level, that darkness and light are equal. There's no differences at, at this level. They wanted to they up they lifted themselves up to such a level which usually the Egyptians are klipa. They're totally tuma impurity and they're not going to be able to receive. They're not a proper vessel to receive from holiness. But they got up to a, such a level which transcends all definitions, all differences. And there is no difference between light and darkness, between holiness and and impurity. And they lift the, they lifted themselves up to that level in order to receive from there. And that's why Pare, the word Pare is the same letters as the, the neck, the back of the neck. That means that uh, that um, indicates that Pari uplifted himself to suckle, to get his life force from the level of Oyrif, the back of the neck, the Achiraim, the Arichampin, meaning the, which refers to the hinder side, the back side of Arichampin, which is the level of the Chitzonis Kesser, the external aspect of Kesser, which transcends all of Ishtalshos, all of the worlds, including even the Amadis Kastia, the hidden worlds. So, the Kolzev, Chitzonis Amakif, that's only. From the outer, the outer aspect, the lower, more external level of the makif of the sublime, infinite energy of Hashem. but in the inner core of of the makif of that of that infinite energy, that only the Jewish souls exist at that level, and only the Jewish souls have importance at that level. Even though we're talking about a level which transcends all these differences between light and darkness, klipa and, and tuma and kedusha, but. That's only, there's no differences only at the external level of that sublime energy. But when we're talking about the internal level of that, meaning the inner desire, because this is this is talking about the level of Keser, which is the Ratzin of Hashem. The inner desire of Hashem is only to the Jewish souls. So the Egyptians tried to lift, the, lift themselves up to such a level where they could receive an intense level of divine energy, unlimited level of divine energy, to get a lot of success physically and to be able to subdue the Jewish people. And they did uplift themselves to that level. And that is the level of the chitzonius, the outer aspect of Kesser. However, when it comes to the inner aspect of Kesser, there only the Jewish souls have importance. Like it says, the Hashem will shine His face, His panemius, to you, only to the Jewish souls. That is referring only to the inner core of Hashem's desire. To say there's of the um, of the whole creation. They're the inner core and the inner purpose of all the creation. And that at that level, the at the panemius, the inner desire of Hashem, the, the drawing down of that divine energy from that level is only to a fitting place. Meaning to the Jewish souls. 
and they are on the they are on the level of the inner core of the makif, the inner core of Hashem's desire, the whole purpose of the purpose and the pleasure of Hashem, the ultimate pleasure and the ultimate will of Hashem. The Shama Ikradavka and the Shama Israel. And that is where the ultimate purpose and the main the main aspect is the Jewish souls. Like it says, even though that Ach Esav Yaakov that the, that Yaakov is a brother to Esav, but at that level of Yaakov, I only love Jacob. Like it explained in another place. So at that level of the inner core of the of Hashem's desire, only the Jewish souls exists, and there is no room for anything else. Only something which is a fitting vessel, a fitting place for Hashem's presence to rest. And the, the but the Egyptians wanted to uplift themselves to that same level, that makif, that the desire of Hashem. But to the external level, where at the external level, there is no difference yet between the kedusha and klipa, and the Jewish souls, however have a source in the internal aspect of Hashem's desire where it only is drawn down to a place of holiness. So when the inner core of the makif shines, which on that level there is no room for anything else except for the Jewish souls, so when that inner core of the makif of the, the will of Hashem, the inner purpose, the inner desire of Hashem shines, then automatically the revelation of godliness is only to the panemius is only to the though is only to those who are proper vessels to receive that revelation which is which is only to the jewish souls who are from the panemius like we said from the panemius of say the inner purpose of all say of all the worlds and when that inner core of the makif shines then even the external the external levels of the makif is drawn nimshach is drawn down in is drawn together with the panemius. So basically, the whole kest or the whole desire of Hashem is taken over by that inner core of that desire and is not able to shine anywhere else except for in the panemius. There's no room for it anymore for the klipa to get from that level when the panemius is shining and overwhelming that and overwhelming even the chitzonius. Well, as in then the the klipa and the Egyptians have no more unique and no more ability to, to to suckle their their vitality from that level, which doesn't make any difference between um, klipa and kedusha. And on the contrary, when that level shines, the panemius of the makif, the inner core of the desire, of the rotzin of Hashem of keser, then all your enemies are cut off. Like it says, from there, meaning from that inner core of the makif. I will bring you down, says Hashem. Meaning, when there's a revelation of that inner core of the makif, there is no room for anything else except for the Jewish souls, except for that which is on the holy side, and all of the unholy side, and the klipa, just becomes automatically nullified and overwhelmed by that revelation. There's no room for it anymore. It becomes nullified out of ex- out of its existence, uh, and it loses its total existence. Not in the sense of bittel, but in the sense of total ibud, the destruction. The klipa becomes destroyed, and... Um, similar to what it says in the Zayar that um, the Makif is Masame in Yachitzin. The Ein Makif, the infinite transcendent light of Hashem, blinds the light of the Klipa, blinds the, uh, the sight of the Klipa, meaning to say that it totally nullifies them out of existence. Like when a person looks at the, directly at the sunlight, it's too intense for him, and he cannot. Um, he cannot he cannot his eyesight he becomes blind it's too much for the eyes to handle so too when the inner core of the makif shines in a revealed way then the 
only the panemius of Seder Shtashos, only the inner purpose of all of creation is able to was able to contain that energy, but everything else just becomes totally nullified and totally destroyed. Um, fine. And now we understand also, we said in the beginning of this mimer, this quote from the Zayar, just to go back, the Zayar said, um, Rabbi Lazar Pasach Ba'amar Stakan Bukhal Tushbach in the Shabbat Kuchibiku Bukun Paschal Ba'az. All the praises of the Torah only start with the word Az. Az Yashar Yisrael, Az Yashar Moshe, all the different Az praises. And what's the reason? This is what we learned. Any miracles and, and mighty acts that was done to the Jewish people is is only when the, uh, the light of the Atika Kedisha, the inner core of Kesser, shined in the level of Uz. Ba'alef meaning within the Aleph, Ba'alef Bazayin, the Aleph shined within the Zayin. And when the light of the Aleph uh, unifies with the Multi-Design reaches the Zion. That's when the all the um, miracles and the wonder and the mighty acts were done. And we ask, what is the specific nuance of these different words? The Nisin, miracles and Gvurin and mighty acts. And only when the light of Atika Kadisha goes into the Aleph and the Aleph and the Design, that's when these things can happen. So what is that meaning here? So we go back to that now. All the miracles and the mighty acts which are done to the Jewish people, Nisin, the miracles, Nisin, which comes from the word Nes, which comes from the word Haroma, which comes from the word being uplifted and exalted. That refers to the light and the revelation from of the Rimmus of the exalted essence of Hashem, the exalted infinite essence of Hashem, which shines in a revealed way into the Jewish souls. Like we said before, that, that refers to the panemius of the makif, the inner core of Hashem's desire, which shines only to the panemius of Seder Shtalshals, the inner purpose of all of creation, which is the Jewish souls. That is the nisim, because the word nais implies uplifted, exalted, and refers to the exalted essence of Hashem. Gvurin, the mighty acts, that means, that is more of an idea... Uh, Gvura impl- implies more of an overcoming, overpowering of something that you're, you're overcoming, you're overpowering something which is going against you. Like overpowering your enemies, winning, being victorious over enemies. And that's why this word implies the idea that we said before of all your enemies being cut, cut off and destroyed. That refers to when there's a revelation of that inner core of the, of the Kesser, then everything else has no room to exist anymore. And all the anything which is not in the side of Kedusha becomes nullified. And loses its existence. And also, this is what it means when the Zayar said, when the when the light of the Aleph unifies with the Zion. So we explained. We already explained before what the Aleph and the Zion refer to. Zion refers to the the seven days of creation, including Shabbos, which relates to Shemavaya, and above Shemavaya is the Aleph, which relates to. We said which relates to Alavaya above Havaya, the Atzvus Eden safe. But here it's a little bit different. He's going to say. Um, we have to say that the Aleph over here, according to the Zayar, refers to Arechampin, the external level of Kesser. And also, this is this is how it's explained in Idrezuta of the Zayar, in the regarding the verse where it says Meireshis Hashana. That also over there, the Aleph, it's missing an Aleph over there, and from the word Meireshis. But um, anyway, so. 
even though usually we explain Aleph refers to the inner core of Kesser, which is the Aiden Seif, the Atmos Aiden Seif, the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. But according to the Zerah here, you have to say that the Aleph refers to the level, lower level of the external level of Kesser, because we're going to say that the Atika Kadisha is shining into that Aleph. The Atik is the inner core of Kesser. The Sham on that level of the Aleph, the external external um, level of Kesser, darkness is like light, meaning there's no difference between Klipa and Kedusha, holiness and unholiness. When that light of the external level of Kesser unifies with the Zion, which is the seven days of creation, and then that's when the miracles and the mighty acts happened to the Jewish people. That the meaning that the revelation is drawn down to the Jewish souls because they are the inner purpose, the inner intent of all of the world, of all of creation. And that same revelation affects that all of the enemies, all the enemies, all the impure and the klipa becomes totally cut off and destroyed. That's the idea. It says in the verse, which means inflicted and healed. That what does that imply? The the Chazal explain naguf. The sages say, Naguf means, inflicted means, to refers to the Mitzrayim, to the Egyptians. Virafu, the healing refers to the Jewish people. That, that the plague, that the plagues, and at the, uh, when Hashem came to the, take the Jewish people out of Egypt, at the same time, uh, He inflicted the, the, the Egyptians, and at the same time was healing to the Jewish people, allowing them to go out of Egypt. And so too, this revelation, of the, this revelation of the inner core of Kesser into the, external level of Kesser, and then down into the seven days of creation, referring to down into the whole Seder Yishtalshalos of the worlds, brings about a nullification of a infliction, of inflicting of the of the Egyptians, of anything opposite of holiness, and a healing to the Jewish people. And that's only when, like the Zara says, the light of Atik, which is the inner core of Kesser, which in that level, the panemius of Ke- the Makif, there's no room for anything else except for holiness, except for the Jewish souls. So when that level unifies with the Aleph, with the external level of Kesser, and then the Aleph shines into the Zion, which is the basically within creation, the Kasher Meir, Bechinas Panemius of Kesser, when the inner core of Kesser, the Atik, shines, then even the external level of Kesser is drawn is drawn down with the Panemius, meaning it's not able to go out anymore and give life to the Klipa, like it usually does because it doesn't have any definition yet. It totally transcends all definition. Darkness and light are equal there. But when the inner core of Kesser shines, then that overwhelms even the external level of Kesser, causing it to also only shine in the Panemius into the inner core of all, the inner purpose of all of creation, the Jewish souls. And through that it's brought about the infliction to anything opposite of holiness to the Egyptians and the rough with the healing of the Jewish people. And through that, the Egyptians will know that I am a Vaya, that I am the true, that Hashem is the true power and the true um, master of the world. Meaning specifically, when is this when is when when is it revealed that Hashem is Aniyavaya, that I am the ruler over all the worlds? Only when they are totally destroyed. We asked we asked before, how can they know if that Hashem is the true ruler if if they are all destroyed? There's nobody left anymore. No, because now when do we know that Hashem is the true power is Davka specifically when they are all destroyed, when there's a revelation of the inner essence, the inner core of Kesser, and all of anything the opposite of holiness is destroyed, that's when you know truly that this revelation of the inner core of Kesser has been revealed. That not even one of them is left. As long as they're still left, one of the Egyptians, one of something which is not holy, that implies, that shows you that they're still receiving from the outer 
the outer, um, the external levels of the makif, which gives room, which leaves room for the klipa. So as long as they're still around, as long as the klipa is still around, that shows you that they're still getting from the chitzayni samakiv, the external, the external levels of makiv. But when there's nothing left of the Egyptians of klipa, then everyone will know that I am truly havai. I am the, truly the master, and that there has been a revelation of the inner core of the keser. The bichinas ani. Ah, so what it means that yedu ke ani havaya. Then you will know that ani, that I am havaya. The bichinas ani, that the ani, the essence, the inner core of keser, the essence of the inner, infinite energy of Hashem. Meir begili, but shem havaya is shining in a revealed way within the name of havaya, which implies, which which implies the whole seder shtalshos, the world's misham eridchachul. And then from that level, when there's a revelation of the inner core of keser, which doesn't leave room, even doesn't leave room for anything else except for the inner purpose of creation, the Jewish souls, and even the chitzonius level of the makif becomes totally overwhelmed by that revelation and then from that level will bring you down or bring all the klipa down so that's when we know when, when is it revealed that the level of ani the essence of Hashem the infinite energy of Hashem the inner core of Keser is revealed into the Havaya into Seder Shalshos only when all of the Egyptians all of klipa is destroyed because that shows you ah, there's been a revelation of the inner core of Keser which doesn't leave room for anything else and that inner core of Keser has been revealed within Havaya within Seder Shalshos within the world's and therefore, it's brought about the destruction of anything which contradicts holiness. We'll stop there on the top of page, Tzadik Ches. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chesidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbi gelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much